Blog Talk Radio. This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark. And Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark. Working Man in Sports Radio. And we are here on our show. I'm not getting anything now. Something's weird. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Hey, guys. Good morning. I'm not getting what I thought I was supposed to be getting. I'm not sure why that's any great, great surprise to me here. On that being said, good morning, everybody. Welcome into the show as we are live here on a Sunday morning. Our Sunday morning tradition that continues. Uh, hopefully, everybody can hear me. I'm having evidently some, uh, no great, big surprise, some, um, some technical difficulties. Let's find out if... I'm having those difficulties still by pressing a button. Hold on. And then we'll get into this right here. Blasphemy! The blasphemy! Okay. I know what's wrong. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll find out what's going on here as far as that. Welcome to the show. Um, I might have a problem with the ads and everything. I'm not here I'm supposed to, uh, but that's okay. We'll get that all squared away and ready to go here on a Sunday morning. Uh, it is the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is that time. It's week number six of the NFL, and boy, I, you know, I've been kind of hyped here getting ready for this one here um, as an important week in the NFL for they are or whatever it was. It was uh, kind of cool. Um, to see what's going on. As of right now, we have a game on Thursday. There's a game in progress right now, which I'm already on record on the team. I'm on Tampa Bay, just to let everybody know. Uh, the score, I think, is like 3 nothing right now. Uh, but that having been said, good morning, Yolanda. Good to see you uh, on the Sunday. Wow, you're up early over there in the AZ. But um, week number six, no show last week. I was traveling, and I was – Family and just chilling out, and I needed the I needed the brain relaxation. Jeremy Summerlin, good to see you, my friend. Good morning, Sunday morning. So, um, checking out uh, the show here. So, here's what we're gonna do, guys. We're going to get this thing started uh, because there are a lot of games that we have got to get covered here in this three hours. Uh, Cuervo is probably fashionably late. He's probably getting the high and tight and uh, getting that all squared away and ready to go as well. Hopefully, yeah. But um, that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. We're ready to rock and roll on a Sunday morning, so we're just going to get right at it. And let's talk about the game that is in progress right now. I'm on, I'm on record right now with people based on the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Ah, I know what's wrong. Hold on. That's why. 
can't hear anything. Six one half a dozen the other. Kids were, all right, there we are. We're back. So uh, that being said, Tampa Bay and I hate this game. By the way, I hate this game because it's all about you know London. It's all about London, and, and it just throws everything out of whack. So you can figure out a lot of things about the football game. What may or may not happen in the football game. And what the problem is, is when you're trying to figure out, you can look at the stats all day long. I'm pulling it up. Hey, I got, I got some light now. You can see this ball of head. Um, when, you, when you view over the country, you're not getting the right football team. So I believe this. I believe that when they do that long-ass trip over there, that you're not going to get the right uh, teams showing up, doing what they normally do. So that being said, that's why this thing is thrown all out of whack. Normally, I don't know if I'm going to pick Tampa Bay. I don't know. Um, right now with the Carolina Panthers, how they're playing, what they're playing, what they're doing, how they're doing it, I don't know. And that's one of the problems when you think about this game. What team is going to show up? Will it matter what team shows up? And that, that's another question. Will it matter? You take all that, throw it out the window. But now, breaking down the game and trying to figure this out, it's now ten, is it now 10 nothing? Thank you. Uh, so there we go. I'm already up on this one. Uh, 10 nothing right now. As, but the simple fact of the matter is, is when you're trying to figure out who you're going to pick to win these games, I, I hate the the whole the whole gambit. Now, Tampa Bay has been playing good football. Now they're down ten nothing, according to Todd. I don't got I don't have the uh, score update at least on my computer, but that's fine. Uh, he's probably watching the game. He probably knows. But uh, but when you when you look at what this game is all about. You got Bruce Arians, okay, you have Todd Bowles. These guys have come back together. Now, Tampa Bay winning football games that they probably shouldn't win, uh, you know, that, that's one thing. And uh, the, the prospect on how they may show up, you're, you're looking at the quarterback over for the Carolina Panthers. There is, is, a, is a bad thing. So no touchdown yet. It looks like it might have been called back on the uh, touchdown. I don't know. Uh, we'll get that here in a second. But, I mean, McCaffrey got that uh, rookie Allen at the quarterback position for, for Carolina. Is that, the, is that the right guy to have right now? I don't know. Uh, to pick this game, Tampa Bay, I want to go experience. Okay? Now, you, you can look on the other side. you got some great coaching experience over there. But I'm just talking about experience. Um, as far as coaching is concerned, Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles, one of the best two in reality. Go back to Arizona. They were really a good coaching combination uh, at that time. So when I was deciding who I'd take this game, I, I, I think Allen has had a good run right now in Carolina at the quarterback position. But I, And this is no by no stretch any kind of confidence that I have in a uh, quarterback of Allen 
more so than the fact that they're overseas. So I wonder, Jameis Winston, I, I don't trust him, but I trust Bruce Arians for this game. This game here, I think, comes down to coaching. I think the better coaching staff with Tampa Bay. Not because of the players. I mean, the players have got to make the, the plays. There's no question. But in a game like this, I think it's about coaching, as a 10 nothing lead will prove that I might be wrong. I might be wrong about it. So, I am looking to try to to figure out how I, I feel about the game. And so I, I just went coaching. I mean, talking steps, we can do all that stuff. But the game's already in progress. But I just wanted to shoot up. I'm doing coaching over players. Players do have to make the plays. And right now, 10 nothing. Will Tampa Bay be able to get back into it at this point? I don't know. So we're going to have to watch for that. I don't – I. I don't know how confident I feel with the 10 nothing lead with my pick with the Tampa Bay Bucks. But, that having been said, that's the name of this show. Um, I'm just on record. So, what we're going to do is we're going to then skip on that one. Um, let's see here. i got to find out the picks here. Um, uh, my brother is on Tampa Bay as well. And Brian Tarvin is on the Panthers. So that there we go. And we'll wait for the um, ever so late uh, Cuervo on a Sunday morning. Uh, hopefully he'll get back in with us here and give us our picks. And we might have to do that quick shot. He's probably getting the getting uh, the high and tight right now. So, um, but that having been said, that's the name of the show. Let's head on over to the next. And the reason why you can talk that a little bit more in this one is well, I'm not getting a good sound. Hopefully I'll, I'm going to change that when we go into the first break. We're going to we're going to do this game. We'll go into the first break. And I'm going to see if I can get the uh, sound a little bit better as far as our sound effect. That having been said, that's the name of the show. Um, the game that last week just ticked me off was the Cincinnati game. It, it ticked me off. I mean, I don't know what I expected, I, you know, but at, at this point, I don't know. You, you grab that couch potato fork and you just put it in the Cincinnati Bengals. Arizona, they should have been able to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they didn't, 26-3. to three. So all that, all that whole situation has got to change. They need to pick it up, but I don't know if they're capable. Lamar Jackson, right now, putting it all set and ready, putting it on his shoulders, and everybody loves Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson this week against the Bengals. But, you know, 26 times 119 yards. He went 13 of 19 for 150 in passing and a victory last week. You know, so, you know, when you got a guy that can do it on with his legs and throwing the football, you're going to see a lack of yards in the air. This is a different football team. Right now, sitting at three and two, the Bengals are zero and five. So the whole situation now on where these two teams are going to go. Yeah, wrong pick. Thanks, Ryan. 
um, with the where where they're going to go in the future is going to be huge. Okay, Jackson's thrown for 11 touchdowns. He's ran for 308 and a score. So 12 touchdowns. He's using his legs both ways. And you get onto the other side. Football team that has been decimated with injuries last year, and they start the year off in training camp with an ankle. And not only that, John Ross is on the injured reserve. They were looking to use him on the other side. That was their deep threat. And then uh, Jonah Williams, offensive tackle, shoulder surgery, out. he's not in. Corey Glenn hasn't played in playing because of a lot of things that are in play for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I thought they would be better this year because of maybe the change of culture. Well, the change of culture might have happened, but the change of injuries hasn't for Cincinnati, and they're still in this boat. I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't take a lot of time to think about this game because the simple fact of the matter is Baltimore is a better team um, as on the football field from week to week. So I was on that. Uh, I don't have Cuervo to pick. Uh, Brian Tarvin, he is also on the Baltimore Ravens. And my brother, Dennis Clark, is on the Baltimore Ravens as well. So two quick games. Obviously, the game that's in progress, it's a 10 nothing lead right now for Carolina. So I'm, I'm really looking good for that game. Um, everybody, I, I didn't talk to um, Tarvin. I didn't talk to um, my brother. I didn't talk to Cuervo about Thursday Night Football. But I'm going to tell you right now, if any of them really honestly thought that the Giants could win that game, um, you, you might be able to take your NFL card away from you. But, that, but I just gave everybody New England uh, to put it out there. So um, everybody is one to know coming into this game this week. That having been said, of course, that's the name of the show. Uh, I, I am on Baltimore uh, in this one. It should be a fairly easy game. Guys, I gotta fix something as far as the audio is concerned because it's messing me up and I'm kind of getting sidetracked on a lot of things. So here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna take our first commercial break of the day, and when we come back, hopefully, I'll have the um, the the audio portion of this figured out. Maybe it'll be better. I got my fingers crossed that that'll happen, and we'll do that. We're gonna take our first quick break here on the couch with Tay the Sports Show. You're listening to that being said on a Sunday morning. Our Sunday morning tradition continues on into our 10th year. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop <laughs> shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214 200 That's 214 200 Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. 
Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do to your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costcoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. 
everybody, welcome back into the
before uh, the cat over it. Everybody knows that and should have been. In a year, a season ago, he's done what he needs to do. But now, Watson, who comes into the AFC showdown this week here, okay, has kept a high hand, throwing for 426 yards, five touchdowns while running uh, for 47 yards against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, guys, if you want to fall for that game, if you want to fall for what the Houston Texans did in Atlanta, you go right ahead and jump on that boat. But the Atlanta Falcons are the Atlanta Falcons. It's not a good football team. And I'm not necessarily saying that the Texans are a bad football team, but right now there are not a lot of teams that would lose to Atlanta right now. So don't fall for it. Guys, you get the hot hand. He had a hot hand, definitely. Deshaun Watson kicked it against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, Not a good football team. And I just, I just can't buy that this is the Deshaun Watson going forward when they started with that game. So I'm not falling for it. You shouldn't fall for it either, okay? Because all you got to do is go back into the – I'm looking at where, where they were last week. They got the win last week, but the week before that, they got a win with the Chargers – so you like that in week number three. Week number four, Houston, I'm trying to find the score, took the loss to the Carolina Panthers with that rookie quarterback in Carolina. I don't know. So they got that good game against the Chargers. So will he continue? I don't know. But I don't think for one second that you could see the Houston Texans going into Arrowhead and cleaning this game up. Now, just also let everybody know, according to some of the, the, the stories that were being put out there, to write, uh, Tyreek Hill is going to hit the field uh, since breaking his collarbone in week number one against Jacksonville. How will he be? Will he be fresh? Will he be ready to go? Yeah. I mean, we're talking he missed five weeks of football or four weeks of football, and um, – that's really good. I talk about the Tom Brady effect. Getting suspended for the first ga- four games of the season was the best thing that happened to the Patriots for Tom Brady's health and that franchise. So how will he come back after the injury? Will he be tentative? Will he be the same Tyree Kill? Will he wait until he gets you know a couple of runbacks underneath his belt? Great. But there are other guys such as Sammy Watkins is out. Chris Jones is out. Uh, and Andrew Wiley are out. So the Chiefs getting Tyreek Hill back, um, but a lot of other guys that they're going to be missing. The injury buds for Texans, Kenny Stills recovering from a hammy. Uh, and also... Um, you know, a little ankle problem as well. And then there's Greg Mance. He has been out with a concussion. Uh, Taiwan Jones, uh, he has a hip injury. So lots of injuries to worry about in this game. But 
I have a feeling I don't want to be the team that faces the Kansas City Chiefs after losing that game last week. You can think about it. I'm, I don't have a lot to think about it because I think this one here, I, I'm not going to say it's going to get out of hand, but I think in these this game here this week, you're going to see a different football team from Kansas City. You're going to see them also throwing the football all over the football field as well. So lots of stuff that you're gonna you're gonna have to worry about in this one if you are the uh, Houston Texans going into Kansas City. Tough, tough place to play as well. So I am I'm all over Kansas City this week uh, to get the victory. There are some that are taking the stretch. Why I don't know. But I am I am on Kansas City. Uh, Dennis and Tarvin are on Kansas City, so we'll we'll watch those. We'll watch that one. It's, it's I, I that one's going to be a, hopefully on red zone enough today to keep everybody you know keep everybody in play there. So I, I like that one. So that's what we're going to do. I am on Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not falling for the Houston Texans being the second coming. They are 4-1 right now. They lead the NFC in the North. Jacksonville 2-3. They're third in the AFC South. That's, yeah, that's, hold on. Yeah, right here. Got the old Jacksonville Jaguars white jersey on today. But they're at home. But they're at home. But I wanted to wear this one. So, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. Teddy Bridgewater, by the way, since taking over this team undefeated, I told everybody Indianapolis should have went after this guy. This guy's got skills. And I like Teddy Bridgewater and what he brings to the table. There is no question that the New Orleans Saints by not trading him, I'm not saying he was ever on the uh on the trade on the trade block, but I I, I tell you right now I would have been all over having Teddy Bridgewater on my team if I was the Indianapolis Colts. Now, they get percent, and everybody's happy, so that is huge. Uh, 10-7, Tampa Bay trying to come back. Uh, Winston with the second pick of the half. Thank you for the update there, Todd. Um, but it is 10-7. At least the Tampa Bay's up on the board. But you got to stop doing that, or that's going to be a problem. Two picks early in this game. So maybe my idea of them being better with the coaching and everything else is not there. So I don't know. All right, have that button there. But when you when you think about – Think about what's going to happen here, this uh, New Orleans Saints-Jaguar team. The Jaguars are not a good football team, folks. And I, again, have been hearing about some picks about the Jacksonville Jaguars getting a victory today. I know Brian Tarvin is on the Jaguars today. Not necessarily sure why. Um, The guy just got his picks in. I would love to know his thinking on why that would happen. I know the Jaguars are at home, but they're not a traditionally good football team at home. Um, But maybe the thinking that sooner or later, Teddy Bridgewater might not have the game um, in hand to get the job done. And so that being said, 
you know, I might see where he might be coming from, but I, I take a look. I, I take a look at this defense right now for the New Orleans Saints. They are a cohesive unit. The Jaguars have got some good pieces, but they're not playing together as a team. That's one of my problems with the Jaguar defense. That's just the Jaguars in general. So, you know, then you got the rookie rookie quarterback in Minshew going in uh, in replacement for Falk. So Nick Falk, obviously, you know, not in uniform. He's not going to be in, from my understanding, for the whole year. So Minshew has to go ahead. He's you know, putting on a uh, um, a visual clinic for other people to look at to see if he'll be a Jacksonville Jaguar next year. But say whatever you want about this game. I think the fact that you got a guy on the other side of the ball, on the defensive side of the ball for the Jaguars, who's not a happy camper, they have told him they're not going to get rid of him. You're staying here in Jacksonville. You're under contract. You're not going anywhere. And, no, we're not even entertaining anything. Now, I don't know if that's the right thing to do here or not. Ramsey, though, will, he, my understanding is he is going to play this week, and that's according to the Jaguar owner. He wants him to play this week. Will it happen? I don't know. So, evidently, they had one of these knocking out, pound out kind of things. Had a heart-to-heart with Jalen Ramsey, the Jaguars owner. So Ramsey went back to practice on the limited. He supposedly has a back injury. So he did go ahead and practice Wednesday and Thursday. He's missed the last two games for back tightness. The, the first game he missed was probably because his kid was born so that that's probably one of it. Now, the Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in the last 31 games. Okay. All right. They have Dallas to 45 yards rushing in week number four. Okay. And that's with supposedly the monster that is Ezekiel Elliott. Tampa Bay to 94 yards last week. Now they face, you know, for Leonard Fournette. Which, by the way, he's coming, he's coming off of consecutive 100-yard games and leads the league in yards after contact with 305. That having been said, Leonard Fournette, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give you the prediction on Leonard Fournette today. Okay? The guy is going to get a total of 43 yards, and that's about it. When Leonard Fournette goes up against formidable defenses that know how to run, stop the run, this guy disappears. So, Jaguars, 285 yards on the ground at Carolina. So, they're in love with themselves. Second most in franchise history. And then, but on the other side, Alvin Kamara. Kamara is among the league leaders in broken tackles. These, the, see, these are the things that I look for. I can look for yards, and I'll give you the yards, okay? But some stats that are hidden. When Alex Kamara breaks tackles, you know, it's like the yakety-yak of the wide receiver. Breaking tackles and getting yards after hits. Huge. 
And Alvin Kamara is one of the best in the league at this. So here's the thing. When you're Teddy Bridgewater, number one, you're not going deep down the field even though you got that deep uh, threat. But I will tell you this at the same time, he can do it if he has to, but all he has to do is three-yard ditches and see what the receivers can do. See if they can go ahead and do what they're supposed to do. See if they are capable of, you know, making plays after the catch. So, Michael Thomas, five years, $100 million contract, had his best game with Teddy Bridgewater, a quarterback. He finished with 11 catches, 182 yards, and two scores last week against Tampa Bay. So that's a good thing. And now... Jaguars at home. They bring more than former 40 players back. Our friend Tom McManus will be out on the football field for that. That's right. Friend of the show. Um, The show gives it to you like it is, regardless if it's Jaguar praise or if it's Jaguar rip. So congratulations. Have that big thing out there. Um, So that is huge. It's homecoming weekend over there. But that's not going to be enough. Jaguars, I don't think, are a good enough football team to get the victory. Now, my brother's on New Orleans. Tarvin is on Jacksonville. And I am not I, – I, I'm wearing the jersey. I hope they win. But as far as my pick is concerned, I don't think they're going to be able to get the victory. And, and that's because the New Orleans Saints don't have to do a lot to win this game. So when and if they are ready to go, and can play 100%, then I'll start believing them. Right now, they have not done that. They haven't They haven't put out a good effort out on the football field to impress me. I, now, they've had some good efforts, don't get me wrong, but they haven't done anything to impress me. And Jaguars need to get back to impressing their fan, not being mean, on a Sunday morning. So that heads us into the next game, the Philadelphia Eagles. They are on the road taking on Minnesota. Minnesota. This year just really confuses me. And, and, and But both of them are sitting with the 3-2 and two record, but there is a big difference in those two sitting at the 3-2 and two record. And let me tell you what it is after I get a fine sip of this fine coffee. Both teams sitting at 3-2 and two on the, the season. The difference between that? The Philadelphia Eagles are second in the NFC East. The Minnesota Vikings at three and two, dead last. So what's the difference of one game? Big time. Minnesota sometimes drops games that really tick me off. I could go back a couple of weeks and I, I want to know who decides to play each and every week for Minnesota. Now, Anybody can beat the New York Jets like they, or New York Giants like they did last week. I wasn't impressed, okay? You want to impress me, beat some football games that you have no business beating maybe, or be in a game where it's a close game. They lose to the freaking Bears 16-6 to in week number four, and that is a division game they have no business losing. Then all the chatter starts coming about, you know, the um, – Kirk Cousins situation. Guys, I've been telling you about Kirk Cousins for four years on this show. Okay? This guy doesn't have it. He doesn't bring it at the right times. 
when you're unable to bring what you've got to bring each and every week, and that's the difference between Kirk Cousins and a great quarterback. Great quarterbacks have week after week after week after week of great performances. Kirk Cousins doesn't have that ability to do it. And now, they beat the Oakland Raiders back in week number two. You know, wonderful. Week number two, Oakland Raiders didn't wake up until week number three. They got the victory against the Atlanta Falcons in week number one. If you can't beat the Falcons, you've got problems. So they have the Philadelphia Eagles this week. I love the, I love Minnesota. I want I want Minnesota to win this game, um, but I don't know if they can because all you got to do is thinking about what's going to happen as far as will the Minnesota Vikings show up at home? What kind of situation are you going to get with the quarterback from the Philadelphia Eagles? Because. You want to talk about hey, Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. There's no question. Hey, he stays healthy. The Eagles are a tough team to beat. But the Eagles right now behind the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East, and that's no big whip because the Dallas Cowboys are who they are. They'll beat up on crap teams today. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But against good football teams, they lose. We've already seen two weeks of that. And Dallas Cowboy fans are about ready to jump off the, uh, the, the buildings around here. Philadelphia primed to move over and take over the NFC East. So what you've got to do, the NFL lead, uh, mark that the uh, Eagles have the NFL top running defense since 2016. They're allowing the league low 63 rushing yards a game this season. So they're going to stop the running game. So you look at that, you got to feel good. But the Vikings, Delvin Cook, second in the NFL with 542 yards uh, rushing, averaging almost six yards a catch. And then you got Matson, he's got in 189, averaging about 5.6. Who's what's going to break, the defense or the running back? I got news for you. I'm going defense. So, I don't know. Actually, I think even the Eagles, I'm almost sure. and I, I don't know if Tarvin will remember this or not. I, th- I think the Eagles wanted to take Delvin Cook back in 2017. If I remember the show, we do an NFL draft show. I know, I think we were talking about Philadelphia maybe taking a shot upon him. They needed a running game at the time. Good to see you, Q and Quantus Frazier. So, now. The Eagles pass rush, all right, they got out of that slump, okay, 10 sacks against the New York Jets last week. <laughs> all right, it is the Jets, I know. But, hey, sometimes you, you got to find something that will, you know, break the ice. Will that start moving on? Now, the, the Eagles are not going to get 10 sacks today. Not even close. But that's the way you break out of a drought. So, um, three sacks for Graham last week. Skandrick had two sacks and two forced fumbles, and he returned one for a touchdown in his uh, first game with Philadelphia. So, you know, it is what it is. 
Kirk Cousins, though, he's getting slammed by his own wide receivers, and all of a sudden they become best buddies because, oh, he has a good game. And that is Kirk Cousins' like. He'll have a good game, maybe two, but to ask him to continue on to be a good quarterback, I don't know if you can expect it. This game is at home. All right. You know, last week, Diggs missed practice, got him a fine, and then um, stated his dissatisfaction with the quarterback position. Then all of a sudden, you know, you got to be able to get him back on the football field and see what you do. That was after that game against the uh, Giants. So, now, you think about this. With 11 of the 16 teams in the NFL with two or fewer losses are in a combination of six spots in the playoffs over the final two-thirds of the season. Right now, it sets up for Philadelphia. If they don't win the division, you might see a wild card heading out of the NFC East. So now on the other side of that, as far as the division is concerned, you got Chicago that might fight for it, Green Bay on top, and Minnesota, if they're going to take a, a work at this, they better do it. And and the Detroit Lions, if they get their stuff figured out, they've been playing some good football. Tough division in the NFC North, and this is a game right here that the Minnesota Vikings need. I don't think they're going to get it. I'm going to be on Philadelphia here today and uh, as far as this game is concerned. And where's that game? There is Philadelphia. All right, so I'm on Philadelphia. Tarvin is going to be on Minnesota. Um, my brother is going to be on Philadelphia as well, and we're waiting on Cuervo uh, to uh, give us his pick when he comes in. I like Philadelphia today. Carson Wentz right now, if he can remain healthy, that is a good thing for this football team. And listen, the Dallas Cowboys, I wish this could be the season that you could see so we could just let them win and shut everybody up. But then again, at the same time, if the Dallas Cowboys somehow win the Super Bowl, we'll never hear the end of it. So I don't know which is better. However, I am perfect on the season for the Dallas Cowboy picks. First three, pick them to win. Last two. Picking to lose. So the Eagles are loving what's headed their way. But this is a game they got to win because the Dallas Cowboys have the Jets probably going to win the football game there. Oh, I just let my my secret pick <laughs> go out there. Um, so listen this this one's going to be a, this one's going to be an interesting one. I, I'm not saying that the Eagles are going to beat Minnesota by a lot. They're not. Okay, it's going to be within the touchdown. You know, thinking Minnesota at home, they're fourth in this division. Desperation, you know, huge. If the Minnesota Vikings don't win this football game today, it just makes it so much harder for them to move forward. And when I look at that and I look at the standings on how it's going to work out or possibly work out, I'm scared for the Minnesota Vikings, especially drawing the Philadelphia Eagles this week. It would just be much different if it was a different football team. But uh, Philadelphia, they want to make the playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys are the Philadelphia Eagles are going to make the wild card. Whoever doesn't win the NFC East are going to probably make the wild card. 
So, Minnesota, I don't know if they're going to win the division, but if they're going to make the playoffs, it's going to be as a wild card. So, they better get up to snuff. I love this football team, though, if they had a real quarterback. The rest of the team, the defensive side of the ball for the Minnesota Vikings, I love it. I've loved it for the last three years. But sometimes when you have an offense that can't score, i.e. Minnesota, take away and forget that last game. I don't even want to talk about it. But normally, Kirk Cousins is not delivering the ball, which is one of the problems in Minnesota. So where they go on from here, that part, I don't know. But I will tell you, there is a good game that is brewing. And I'm liking this next game that's up on tap here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Seattle Seahawks. They're going to go on the road to take on the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Cleveland Browns get a victory much needed last week. Okay? And by the way, I don't know. I don't know. There's a problem. In the NFL. And it, it's, it's really simple. It's about one word for one certain quarterback in the NFL. And it's just not happening. How come we are not getting any respect from my man Russell Wilson over in Seattle? And, and I know he's preaching it to himself. He'll always be that cool cat, but behind closed doors. And what more he'll bring? What, what more he'll bring if he gets a little bit? Uh, yeah, sing it, Rafa. But I'm going to tell you straight out. I called this one. Russell Wilson is going to be able to put himself in MVP caliber, and it's might well, not might. I am on the Seattle Seahawks. I got a lot of people that are on Cleveland. Tarvin's on Cleveland. My brother is on uh, Seattle as well. But I'm going to tell you right now, Russell Wilson should be in consideration for the MVP so far this year. That guy's a badass. And here's one thing I think I know. I don't know. Don't have anybody. Pete Carroll doesn't even bother with this guy. Pete Carroll just lets this guy do what he has to do. Russell Wilson right now is outplaying almost every quarterback at the at the level, and, and no one gives him a shot. What they're you know trying to do, and San Francisco, oh, they're undefeated. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Seattle is a good football team. They're much better than they ever been because they got rid of the league of bungholes, and now they're a real football team. Yeah, I said it. When you get rid of the problem children on your football team in the NFL, you become a better football team. And that is proof by the pudding because guess what? We can see here talk about defense wins, you know, championships, all that. Other stuff. You don't have a quarterback or give him the opportunity to be who he's going to be, whether it's if you're going to pay him or whether you're going to get him enough weapons. Seattle right now, and never mind, hey, take away the fact who they throw in the football too. Guys that are considered number ones would be number twos, and this guy kind of defines what a great quarterback's all about, which is making guys who are average football players, and then Mr. Baldwin, household name. Yeah, I said that too. 
Because you put Baldwin on a different football team, he's not your number one. If he is, it's a crap football team. I love him. I, I, I love what Russell Wilson's able to do. He can use his legs at times. Make the now. Granted, Seattle gets a luck of a field goal miss. They get the win. Congratulations. I was on Seattle. Don't matter how the kick gets underneath the W as long as it's there. But not only that, when you look at that game, that game was very well played by Russell Wilson. But I'll tell you also another thing. When they had that ball with fourth down instead of going for it, which is what they should have done, and they would have put that thing to bed and didn't give them an opportunity to even try the field goal, they should have went for it on fourth down. Should have. Because you can sit here and say, well, look at what the yards they got back after that. Well, yeah, you can sit there and look at that all day long, but I'm going to tell you something right now. That was a different situation, and those play calls would not have been called possibly during that time. They should have went for it on Pete Carroll about it, and they should have went for it. They didn't. So they leave it in the hands on. Normally on the kicker is going to make that game. Right now we should be talking about the Seattle Seahawks 3-2 and two because they should have made that kick and won that football game. Now, that's coaching. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I was the coach and I had Russell Wilson fourth down and one, to ice the game, let him run a bootleg. Let him use his leg. Let him use this. The, by the way, those that are listening, not watching, let him use his brain. I, you know, we can talk about Tom Brady and the explosiveness of the ball down the field. Patrick Mahomes, 60-yard passes. We can talk about them all day long, which, by the way, Russell Wilson can do. He's just smart enough to know when he has to do it or know and recognize if he should. Wilson is the first Super Bowl era to pass for 1,400 yards with 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions in his first five games. Okay? That right there told you what kind of guy this is. Wilson, 73% uh, uh, pass completion, leads the NFL, and he does it with 126.3 quarterback rating. Now, notice how I haven't talked about the other side. They're the home team, but this is a football team that if they want to live off of a victory last week, although, it was a victory that they needed in Cleveland, okay? We can talk about that all day long, or, no, the, I mean, I mean uh, the week before, but then getting wiped out by the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, think of it this way. If San, if San Francisco wiped out the Cleveland Browns, okay, and let's say maybe you think that the 49ers are a better football team then the Seattle Seahawks can't be by much. It can't be. And we you, we can talk about it all day long. You, you you got Odell Beckham Jr. You're not even utilizing this guy. You're not even throwing the ball to him. Whether you know whether they need to get over the mental. Now this is where you talk about a young quarterback not feeling confident in throwing the ball. Just get the ball. And Cuervo and I talked about this before, or maybe it was even my brother. Just get the ball in the area. Let Odell Beckham make the play. Just give him an opportunity at it. They're not doing that. They're not even throwing the ball to him. 
sense of urgency uh, and an all-time high hay baker. Guess what? This is what comes when you're the number one draft pick, which they shouldn't have picked you in the first place. But you also get the pressure after a good first season. I'll give you the R-E-S-B-E-C-T all day long on that. But after you get filmed, these defensive coordinators have a way of figuring out who and what you are. Okay? Defensive coordinators are going, I know who Baker Mayfield is, Jenday. I know. I know. And guess what? It don't take much to figure it out. And the NFL defensive squads and coordinators across the NFL right now are figuring it out. Sophomore slump is real, folks, and it is landing squarely on the shoulders of one Russell uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Man, oh, man. All around great game. I think this guy can really, really be a good player. I think he can be a good quarterback. But works nowadays, everybody wants to anoint the next guy instead of giving him an opportunity. And everybody wanted to jump on the Cleveland Brown bandwagon, and I said it is a bandwagon love affair with this football team. And I get it. I understand when you suck. Any ounce or light of of excitement, you're going to draw to it if you're a fan of that football team. But I just don't I, – I don't know how what, – what, right now Cleveland has been playing good enough to beat the Seattle Seahawks, and I don't care if they're at home or not. You know, dog pound and all that crap don't mean anything. If you're a good football team and you have a home field advantage, wonderful. When you suck, you don't have a home field advantage. You're just playing a football game. Guess what? That's what's happening today. I am so all over this one, and I am looking for – I hope – I don't know if they will – I hope that the Seattle Seahawks can wipe out the 40, uh, wipe out Cleveland like the 49ers did, 31 to three last week. I'd like to see that, just mainly, mainly so I'm proven right on what I think. But again, it doesn't matter how the W gets up under there. So Pete Carroll, I think at one point says, and I heard him say it. Where's my note? Hold on. Something needs to get to his note. Here it is. Pete Carroll said at one point that quarterback to develop in the NFL based upon the average. There are only so many Patrick Mahomes out there, okay, guys? I mean, look, if you look at Peyton Manning, you know, when he first – that guy had a horrible first year of football. Baker Mayfield flipped it and had a good year, and now everybody thinks that the Cleveland Browns should win. They faked up the NFL. They're in. They've already been in two primetime games this year. Two. I gotta look it up. I think the schedule for two more. Boy, when that time comes around, when it's an important game, yeah, it won't be an important game again. Odell Beckham streaks at catching at least three passes into the 60 straight games with three catches or more. He's made 
They're not giving the weapon the ball that needs to happen. Okay? Now, you look at other things, look at Seattle. One of the biggest questions before the year is were they going to get Tyler Lockett and could he you know, be the guy that's going to be the number one? Because, again, talk about guys. I said it. Lockett would be a number two on a football team that has a good quarterback. He moves over to the number one with Doug Baldwin, who went ahead. He's out of there. And right now, Lockett's doing really good. But at the same time, that's all about the chemistry that has been built with Russell Wilson. Lockett right now leads – um, Seattle with 30 receptions and through five games. Toe tapping into the touchdown. You remember that against the Rams? That was sweet. Don't forget about that, okay? He'll be on his career highlight tape for the rest of his life if he does absolutely nothing in the NFL. They'll at least be that. And um, that being said, 57 uh, receptions last year. He's halfway there now. A little bit over halfway there. So that, 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 that's something to watch there. So, you know, I, I'm telling you right now, Seattle is going to tear up Cleveland. And I know, I know for a fact that there is a man that doesn't think that. And that'd be Brian Tarvin because Brian Tarvin's on Cleveland. Uh, whether or not we'll get Cuervo, hopefully we, we'll get Cuervo here soon. But that having been said, I got the 646. Six, six, Sonny, what's the good word, man? How are you? <laughs> right, I, I, I am, I'm on fire. And tell me, I'm right about Russell Wilson. T- tell me, tell me that I'm wrong about Russell Wilson. I'll punch you. But there's one guy that's not getting a little <laughs> in the NFL. Come on. <laughs> Listen, this year Russell Wilson, surefire top five quarterback. He's playing. He's playing out of his mind. What I'm really impressed with with Russell is it just seems that in the clutch moments, third, fourth quarter, his his accuracy, his awareness, his pocket presence, everything just elevates and is just raised. And yeah, he's he's playing really, really good football. Absolutely, and uh, and and you know if they don't watch it, you know. You know, they can get a guy ticked off up there, and they better show the guy a little bit of, you know. I'm telling you. But it is what it is. He's great, and he's going to be good. That being said, since I got you online, my friend, of course, the, one of the uh, resident Pittsburgh Steelers fans we'll that are there. Playoffs? Um, you kidding me? What, what playoffs? Playoffs? Huh? 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 <laughs> what? Right is happening to your Steelers because I'm going to tell you what needs to happen because what well, they're yeah, not yeah. doing is practicing well. Franchise player. We yeah, in here yeah, talking yeah. about practice. What's going on in practice? I mean, it, right? listen, we're talking about because practice. It, not a game. Uh, not yeah, a game. Okay. Not a game. Alan, that's not. We're talking about practice. Yeah, it's practice. Well. Right, so they're not practicing well. Right, they're not playing well. they got a horrible record, and what has finally come out, Bryce? Okay, you're hearing it, and I told you about this when you told me that I was needed to be drugged. <laughs> Rumors swirling around, and boy, and, and so I, I guess I got to ask: Was Sonny Clark right? 
All right. Let's, let's, let's I dive into this. Gonna, I know it's going to hurt you to say it. I know it's going to hurt. I get it. <laughs> let's, let's dive into this. I think, Sonny, you are being too much of a prisoner of the moment. And let me tell you what oh. I mean by that. I don't think the practice thing was a big deal. The thing that happened, they had a physical practice, they had a blow-up, they're one and four, they're definitely pissed off as a team. I'm I'm not ready to put a lot of stock into that yet. I mean, obviously you don't want to see that happen, but it happened. I think the team is still together. Part of the reason why I think the team is still together for a couple reasons. One, these games are not like blowout football games, aside from the Patriots. The Pittsburgh Steelers even playing against Russell Wilson, even playing against 49ers, and, you know, they play like a well-oiled, well-coached machine. And I hate to say that because I'm not a Shanahan fan. Even playing against the Ravens, the Steelers could easily be 4-1. And that means down to their second, third quarterback, you know, new safety, even though I love Minka, um, a lot of young players. You know, this this season – has really been defined by the Pittsburgh Steelers making key mistakes at the worst possible times. Um, and you just can't do that if you want to win. I like what I've seen from Mason Rudolph. He has been actually, when you watch the tape, he's been pretty good. Um, we'll see what Devlin Hodges can do. But this team could actually be a 3-2 and two team right now, 4-1 and one at best. They're not because they haven't made the plays and they've made key mistakes at key times. I love you. You know I love you. I certainly Clark's got some mad love for Bryce, okay? I'm going to tell you straight out, all right? But you're honestly – Bryce, 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 Bryce. You honestly think that the reason why your football team is 1-4 and four instead of 4-1 and one is not – is because of other reasons between, besides Ben Roethlisberger? I don't think really? so, Jim. <laughs> No, 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 no. Now, I mean, look, I'm bringing up, I'm bringing up those things because I'm not trying to use that injury as any type of excuse. Like, because that's the way we okay. roll in Pittsburgh. It's like the expectation right. is still, some, even there, when you lose a guy like Ben, that's a huge that. loss. But you're going to still try to win football games. And I think, Sonny, you can agree to this, Sonny. They said as much when they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, which aside yeah. from Pittsburgh, you know, winning the number one or number two overall pick, I love the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. I think he's, he's going to be a really great safety for them. He has already I impacted so. the game. They're trying to win. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and say, Sonny, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, if we had him, we'd be undefeated. I'm going to say we have still had opportunities to win these games. You saw last yeah. week. You can't make you can't make the dumb mistakes when you're down talent that that this team makes and expect to win these close games. You're just not going to do. It. The only good thing in, the, in in for that for you, okay, is you're playing another football team that knows how to make dumb mistakes. Okay. <laughs> Chargers this week. All right. So 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 you got you got the comedy that's going to happen be of mistakes out on the football field. Chargers are two and three. They're third in the West. They're third in the West for God's sake. And this is a football team that everybody was talking about maybe going to the Super Bowl. But guess what? When the Chargers have a good year, they have two to follow that or not. Okay. And that's what we're running into. And you can talk about Melvin Gordon all day long and all this other crap. But you know. When I looked at this game, I had to ask myself the question, 
for Pittsburgh Steelers not playing good football. You got the Chargers should be one and four. Um, you know, you know, talk about battle of what's going to happen here. Rudolph will he make the start? Is he injured? I know that he got injured in that game. He got wiped out. I mean, he looked he looked like Sonny Clark on drugs. I mean, he was gone. Okay, he was gone. So now. What's going to end up happening here at the quarterback position going into this one? They don't have enough to get past the Chargers today, I don't think. Mm. You know, Sonny, my my um, my heart wants to say hey, they're going to pull out the stops. I like Gutman Hodges as a number three quarterback. He came in and did some really good things against Baltimore, and I thought he played well enough to win. Um, you know, he's he's, he's fearless. Um, he, I think he's got a live arm. We'll, we'll see. But I mean, look, Pittsburgh. Every game they go into, for the most part, you know, even right. with our quarterbacks, backups playing pretty well. I'm gonna have to be unbiased and give the edge to most other teams because they got the quarterback and they still have Philip Rivers. And I like Anthony Lynn as a head coach, even though the Chargers as an organization. I agree with you. They they underachieve a lot. And they're underachieving now. Um, Derwin James being out is a problem for them. So having said that, yeah, I wouldn't go with my heart. I would go with my head. Um, Chargers 26, Steelers 16. Um, I just feel that, you know, there are certain players saying that are really killing the Steelers. They're, the free agent pickups, Mark Barron has been very underwhelming on defense. He just doesn't impact the game. Um, he gets picked on in pass coverage. He's supposed to be a speed guy. Dante Moncrief has been a disaster. I mean, he's going to get a helmet today. Um, I hope he can play and be competent. I mean, he's got the physical tools, but, I mean, you just can't have these type of guys when you're your key, key acquisitions play this bad and it not affect your young football team. So um, our coordinators, Randy Feekner, Keith, Keith Butler's not a very good defensive coordinator. I think he has his moments, but he can be exploited. And right now the defense is the best part of the team. Um, and Randy Feekner, I feel just – I don't feel he made good decisions from the end of the season. Should have built this offense around power running, getting downhill, and building everything off of that. But he tried to cut and paste some of these game plans from last year with Ben just slinging it. They didn't come out and started slow, and now they're still trying to find their identity. And I still think they're trying to do that against the Chargers. Um, if this was a running football team, i.e. the Ravens, Sonny, I think Pittsburgh would even be in a, in, a, in a better position than they are. But they can only run at one spot, um, and that's not going to be good enough. So, yeah, Chargers 26, Steelers 16. Yeah, hey, I, I'll, I'll try to make you feel good. This is just how much Sonny Clark has love for Brian. I'm going to try to make him feel good going into this game. Okay? All right. So unless unless the backup goes off, Sonny. <laughs> unless Devlin well, Hodges well, shows up and shows out. Uh, but I'm going to help you with that, okay? I'm going to give you something to, I'm give you something to marinate on, okay? All right, something to marinate on. All right? Hodges is the all-time in – Championship subdivision history with 14,584 yards. So maybe that might make you feel better. I don't know. But in subdivision history. So, you know, I don't know. This is the NFL. I don't, I don't think about subdivision. I think about the division. And uh, so, but hey, he was 7 of 9, 
68 yards passing last Sunday in the overtime loss uh, to Baltimore. Uh, he's going to take the reins. I don't know. I just thought I'd give you a little thing to, to marinate on it. Maybe a little biscuit before you have the main course. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be a little um, bit different. Sonny, and, don't. And you have Philadelphia. Don't be down on um, one double A um, F. From FCS football, Sonny, a lot of great NFL players have come from one double A football. Name five. Oh, let's see here. Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Steve McNair. Um, I want to say Joe Green. Um, and then ooh. running back, running back. I think. Um, let me let me. Uh, let me think of, of one, one other guy. I'll have to get off I mean, there's a four right there, all timers. That's what I should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one double way football is really good football. Oh, it, it is. It's fun to watch too. You know, we we have it out. We we have it around Dallas. So we got football everywhere in Dallas. So we got that too. So it, it is. But I, I don't know. So it, interestingly enough, it should be an, an interesting game. By the way, there the 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 whole situation with this game. I just wanted to kind of also give you something. To oh, think Corral about. Owens. Now, <laughs> well, he's out of Chattanooga. Yep, I yep, I got it. So. Now, Melvin Gordon, okay, uh, he played less than three. He he played uh, less than half the snaps last week. Will he get in there? Uh, he only averaged uh, 2.6 yards, 38 yards from scrimmage. And Melvin Gordon, this might be a game where he can pick up and go, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think if the defense for Pittsburgh, I think, will be there. But it's whether or not they can actually get the scores on the board in order to get the victory. Here's the thing, just to, just to put this out there as well. The Chargers don't need to score 20 on this football team to beat them. Okay? So I think you're going to see a, a low-scoring affair coming from the Chargers uh, today, and the Chargers win by a field goal. I, I can't I can't think – um, I don't see Philip. I see Philip Rivers throwing two picks today. I can see because that. I mean, look, Johnny, I'm because, a, because that's what I, that's what Philip Rivers does now. By the way, <laughs> look, I'm picking against Pittsburgh today, against my heart, and going with my head because you know, for all intents and purposes, the Chargers should win this game. They're at home. We play. We normally lose going to the West Coast. We got our third string quarterback, but you know. Same thing happened, you know, three years ago, four years ago with Mike Vick, and we went in there and got a, and got a crazy win so, in 2015. And that 2015 defense was not as good um, as this, uh, or at least talent-wise, didn't have the talent of this defense, which, you know, that, that Steelers secondary is rounding in a form. However, Steven Nelson's out, so Artie Burns comes in. Burns has been bad. <laughs> You know, the past, you know, last year he was benched, just got the physical tools, but doesn't play with his head, makes too many mistakes. And again, you can't have these type of mistakes playing against Philip Rivers because if you do make mistakes, you can't exploit them. So that's if he can, can I, that's if he can capitalize on it. Philip Rivers' best years, I'm gonna say it. 
He doesn't have to be the best that he was. He just needs to control the game. And sometimes it's looking like he has no control over the game. And that's obvious by some of the games that they lose that they have no business losing. So it is that that's just kind of the way I look at it. But that is what but get the plan. So. Bryce, I don't know if you're going to hang out. we got to go to our first break. We're way past. Uh, but that being said, of course, I'm going to hang out. I'm going to hang out a little bit. Very good. We'll hang out. We'll wait for where, you know, get his, you know, Sunday getting up and getting moved. Putting his face on. Maybe we can get Cuervo in here fairly <laughs> soon. You're listening to the Sports Show. If that being said, it's after these messages and Sonny warms up his coffee. This is Sonny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24-gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniteroulette.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. 
Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale system. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best, including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. Are you ready? Redskins and the Miami Dolphins. Hey, someone's got to win. 
I, I, well, maybe I don't know. They, you know, there's a tie thing working on. So you know, it, you know, the whole situation. Jay Gruden gone. Big surprise, right? But you know, if if you know anything about it, he even knew that he was going to be out there. So whether or not you are a believer in the Washington Redskins, now they are not going to go with Haskins. My understanding. Um, so that's number one. Uh, so it, it, it's all about the quarterback position in this game. I, and I'm going to tell you right now, I am a Josh, Josh Rosen. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This guy is the one guy who's got screwed. And I'm just putting it out there. The Arizona Cardinals should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, I said it. They should be ashamed of themselves. They had an opportunity. And depending on who you believe or whoever you don't believe, okay, believe it or not, all first-year quarterbacks are not very successful. It's just the nature of the beast. This is the NFL, all right? So Josh Rosen gets on with the Arizona Cardinals. They have a coach that had no business coaching that football team last year. You, I, I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going to listen to the excuses. They shouldn't have hired him. So what do they do? They go get a new coach. But instead of maybe working with the quarterback that they have, they go out and get another quarterback because the new head coach don't know how to coach him. Yeah, I said that too. So they go out and they get they get Murray and, and everything's that. Now, Josh Rosen, the best thing he could do, get out of Arizona. But wait, 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 not the not the Dolphins. Now I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, if this football team manages to win three more games this season, Josh Rosen is gonna be set at the quarterback position in Miami. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think Josh Rosen, and believe me, when he was coming out of college, I was not a fan of this guy. I didn't think he was the guy or anything else. But guess what? He lost a lot of football games in his first year. I can name you four or five first-year quarterbacks that are sitting, yeah, yeah, yeah Hall of Fame, um, or going to get in soon, that had horrible first years. I'm going to name two, one. Had a what okay. hell of a bad first season, and Peyton Manning. You're lucky he was still walking after the first year up there. So now, I think Josh Rosen has got an opportunity here to make some stock in himself, whether he stays in Miami or not, for him to put on a performance that the rest of his team is giving up, but. Depending on how he sells himself to his teammates, maybe they can get three more uh, wins out of the season and whether or not he's locked in in Miami as the starter there or if he puts more stock and gets people going, hey, Josh Rosen situations. So, Bryce, I mean, thinking about Washington, thinking about Miami, a dumpster fire game in reality. But for Josh Rosen, I'm going to go to the Josh Rosen thing because if there's anybody, I think, as far as skills are concerned, I think they're there, whether or not they'll come together. But the dumpster fire that is the Miami Dolphins, and then you have the other dumpster fire that is the Washington Redskins, two of the bottom feeders in the NFL right now. Um, What do you think about this game? I, I think it's going to be all over red zone today. Hmm. This is interesting game. Um, two two obviously horrible teams. This is the toilet bowl of the NFL. Um, but I actually think the Redskins have a little bit more talent. 
I think there's a little bit more of an identity there. We know what Bill Callahan is going to run the football. Give it to Adrian Peterson, who I think will be able to run just enough. And their defense, I mean, who on offense does Miami have? Who scares you? Who, who is a player that you have to really game plan for over there? No one. Yeah, yeah, no one. Yeah, no, no one. So I think the Redskins defense will play well enough um, to stop Miami, and I hope they do because I went with the Redskins in my for my fantasy defense today. <laughs> Watch, this will be the week Miami gets off the Schneid and scores twenty four points. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna look at the football teams uh, at the quarterback position. Forget the coaching. Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan is coaching from 1960. Okay, they don't let the guys have music. I guess one of the biggest things here. Callahan also right here in the Dallas area did some time here. They kicked his ass out of here, you know, quicker than I can spit. Um, you know, so, the, the love that anybody has for Bill. And when your players don't want to play for you. Do you think it's going to show up on Sunday? That's another reason why I'm going Miami. Now, Miami is a different story. They might have the same situation. I just don't know the backstory of the coach as well as I know the backstory of Bill Callahan. But um, but I'm, I'm going to put a little trust draft pick that was Josh Rosen. Uh, the Cardinals, um, since they gave up on him and they don't have a coach who knows how to coach a quarterback over there now, uh, unless it's Kyler Murray and he kind of sucks anyway, but it is what it is. Um, so I, I, there's no rhyme, no reason. I didn't even pick up the couch potato quarter and flip it. I was on Miami because of one guy. So because when you look at both of these football teams, right to and it is him. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Washington or the Miami Dolphins uh, be over the um, the uh, Washington Redskins, and, and not only that, the Redskins are on the road, which uh, hasn't been proven to be very good in the last two years as well. So you combine, but we we go to the fact that someone's got to win unless they tie it up, right? <laughs> no, I don't think they'll tie it up. I think the Redskins are a little bit more talented. I think Miami's the worst team in football. I think they'll end up with the number one pick. Um, and so I'm going to go with the Redskins in this game. You know what goes against me on this price? You ready for this? This, this is pathetic. I, and I, it, it, this stat alone should make me change my pick. But I'm not going to do it. This stat alone should make me change my pick. I'm not going to do it. After halftime, Miami has been outscored 81 to nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You know, it, you know the, the, the funny thing about that, though, the whole thing, and I know it's hilarious, you know, it's the way that it is. But, yeah, thank you. Late on the click there. But. Um, the, the other side of that, you know, wonderful stat that I should change. Washington's been outscored seventy-three to twenty-three in the second half of uh, NFL football games this year. So, yeah, room down there. That's really bad. But I don't think any, I don't think anybody all about. But someone does have to. Well, maybe if they tie it, would that? 
would that be the freaking definition of these two football games if they end up in a tie? They play four quarters and no one can beat them. No one can beat anybody. It's it, it's pathetic. And, and and that's what ended up happening. It, it, a tough one there, but I'm going Miami. No rhyme or reason. Uh, uh, my brother is going to go Miami. Charvin is going the Washington Redskins. Now that leads me to the other horrible game today. Okay, there are two about schedule. Here's another one. The Atlanta Falcons. Guys, I hold you what's going on with Atlanta. No one wants to listen to me because they think Sonny Clark is on drugs. Bryce tells me I need to get drug tested all the time. Uh, the reason why the Atlanta Falcons are not a good football team because of Dirk Cotter. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He ruins football teams all over the year. Including my Jaguars, thank God, pal. And now he's back in Atlanta, and the ownership goes, no, we're okay. It'll be fine. I mean, the ownership needs to be up in arms. Now, granted, I guess they got to put to the public or anything. But if I'm the owner of that football team, I'm down in the coach's office saying, listen, what the hell is going on? We got the number one, number two, number three, number four. We got the best starting receivers at the number four, one, two, three, four punch, and we can't get the ball to them. And never mind Julio Jones, I'm paying millions of dollars to, and you guys are going to get him the ball. I, I'd be all over this guy. I would tear him up. And here's the thing. They love. Dirk Cutter. Why? I don't know. I've been I've been warning people about this guy for years. When you have been warning us for a long time about him. You said he's a terrible coach. He's a terrible he tore up my Arizona or my uh, Arizona State. Then he had the audacity. I mean the audacity <laughs> to go mess up my Jacksonville Jaguars and then <laughs> he's getting jobs. I mean, what the hell? I mean, geez, if I was bad at my job and I would keep getting promoted, I, I might not even show up on a Monday just to see if I can keep the job or maybe get another promotion. That's what's going on here. They, they, they got to get it out. I don't know what it is. 26 catches, 394 touchdowns for Julio Jones right now. That number should be huge. So, by the way, it's 20 to 7 Carolina midway through the third. My Tampa Bay pick is not looking good, um, but it is what it is. But I don't know. You can Julio Jones. And, and if you are Dirk Cotter and you can't figure it out, you have Matt Ryan. Listen, I know Matt Ryan has not been the same bright since the Super Bowl, but God, he is Matt Ryan. He can throw the football. And they got three, not one, not two, not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I sound like LeBron James. I'm, <laughs> not one, not two, not three, but they got four wide receivers they can get the ball to, and they're just not doing it. And that is coaching, and the coaching is going to be the death of this football team. They're going to lose today. Arizona's not a good football team, okay? And I don't want to pick them. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is I should not pick them, but guess what? Arizona's at home. This game was in Atlanta. I picked Atlanta just because – no, but I made, a, I made a promise to myself. I'm not picking the Atlanta Falcons football games this year because they bit me in the behind already this season. So, Arizona and Atlanta, what do you think, my man? Mm. You know, the problem with the Atlanta Falcons to me is what their problem has been in the past in certain years, which is too much of the identity is finesse on offense. 
They're too finesse. I feel they should have made a commitment. When you get a franchise quarterback, I think you need to make a commitment to always have a top-tier, top-notch offensive line um, that can, when they need to, come off the football and pound people because that really sets the passing game in order, allows you to go no huddle, and allows those good linemen to really take control. And the Falcons just have not done that. Um, Mack and Matthews, I think, are pretty good linemen. The rest of those guys, you can get rid of all of them. They just they can't impose their will. When was the last time the Atlanta Falcons, that Super Bowl year may be it, but when can they consistently impose their will on another team? They are a finesse team. And I think because they are a finesse team, you did, they've opened themselves up to make too many mistakes, uh, particularly with teams that have an identity and force the Falcons to play their way instead of the Falcons forcing them to play their way. Um, one thing the Cardinals do have is I think they're they're trying to establish that identity with the type of offense they want to run. But because I don't think they've done it yet and they're in a similar space as the Falcons, I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go with my I'm gonna go with my head and pick the Atlanta Falcons to win this game. Sonny, are you there? Sonny, can you hear me?
All right, so what we're going to do now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into our break here that we normally do. Hopefully, we'll get Cuervo in here and we can talk about his uh, picks here for the NFL. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landing Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now, is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker. And he's just going to share the love of Christ. And we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world, and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniteroulette.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, the FW specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, the FW, different from all the others? 
It's an integrity-first approach to each claim we work with so you receive the very best, including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW. Different from all the rest. Austin, good to see you, my friend. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time. Here's Sonny Clark. In the middle of our number three, we got one game that we got to look at uh, for the rest of it. Just kind of swung through this. We did not get square votes. I could have Bryce on a little bit earlier today. As his, uh, by the way, I forgot to do one thing today, and it's a very important thing for Sheila fans. I got to do this for you today, and it's not going to make you happy, and um, it, it's actually going to depress you. And, and that being said, give me a second. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I got a gift to give to you, and it's not one that you want, but it's a gift. This is a fork. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, you can take this fork, turn that sun gun over, and just stab it in your heart because the Steelers are done, guys. They're going to lose today. Pittsburgh's going to lose today. Uh, Let's see who they got. We already talked about the game. I didn't pick them. Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. Here they are. Pittsburgh's taking on Chargers at home. I don't know. We can't talk about it, Kim, but I just don't – Pittsburgh right now, they just don't have their quarterback position. And, yes, I'm going to do two things. Number one, no Ben Roethlisberger. I don't really give a rip who you got in there unless you have a solidified – and I'm talking about a solidified backup quarterback. You're in trouble. I'm sorry. Uh, Rudolph is not that guy. Mason, the guy that's starting today, oh, come on, please, please. Can we talk? I mean, seriously. I mean, really, where's my Joan Rivers? Joan, Joan Rivers knows me. Because when, you're the, when you are a story franchise, that 
the Pittsburgh Steelers are, okay, you cannot you cannot be there. You you've got to be able to have that guy. They don't have the backup. Jonathan Parkins, good to see you. But I'm going to tell you right now. Come here, talk. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in a lot of trouble. And do I think that they'll win today? I don't in reality? think so, Jim. <laughs> I don't think so. So the Chargers at home, Pittsburgh. Here's my gift to you. It is a fork for your Pittsburgh Steelers, and you can just stick to them because they're done. And that's sad because it's the story franchise. It is the Steelers. You want them to win. You want them to be in the playoffs. You talk playoffs, you say Steelers. Now the AFC North is bad as it has gotten because of the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are no good this year. You got one team on top that's not a, a, a contender. They're a pretender. Yeah, I said it. They're a contender. But someone's got to win this division. Is going to be Baltimore. But do I think that the Baltimore Ravens are going to make their way a long way into the I playoffs don't think in so, reality? <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. I don't think it's going to happen. In fact, I find it quite laughable in reality. So that been said. Of course, that's the name of the show. On a Sunday morning, we've been on air for 10 years right here on Sunday morning. We've been talking about the NFL for 10 years. That having been said, Pittsburgh hopefully can recover. Hopefully Ben Roethlisberger for the rest of the season gets the rest that he needs mentally as well as physically. Mostly physically because I think he is there. The curse of Paxton Lynch. Thank you, Austin Tolliver. For Alan Wrangler, former Nebraska Danger Clay, son of Billy Joe. Good to see you, my friend. But today, guys, I don't know if they got if they got enough to beat the Chargers. So we'll we'll follow that. But uh, last game that's up on tap in reality uh, for for today is the Monday Night Football game. And guys. I, I see a lot of people talking about upsets. They are talking about the Detroit Lions and everything, but they, they're going into Lambeau. Now, Lambeau, the Green Bay Packers have been in Lambeau for three of the last four weeks. And the Green Bay Packers, now they did take the loss to the Dallas Cowboys, which I said was going to happen. Yes, I said it. I said it. That was last week. But the times before that, the Green Bay Packers are, you know, were sitting. They took the loss to Philadelphia in week number four. Week number three, when you looked at Green Bay, what they did, where is it at right? Where's that ugly thing? There it is. Beat the Denver Broncos. Listen, it's almost like Dallas Cowboy ranks. Beating teams they should, losing games against the big names. Minnesota, though, beat Minnesota 21-16 in week number two. And then Green Bay, I picked to beat Chicago Bears. So, week number one is always the crapshoot. I don't, I don't give any tenets on how good a football game uh, team is good or bad in week number one. That usually filters out in the next four weeks. By week number five, we know who you are. We know who you are, Jenny. You're a good football team, you're mediocre, or you're good. And when you look at Monday Night Football, based upon the records and everything else, Green Bay Packers, they're a good football team. You can argue the point all day long, but they are who they are, and they are where they are, and they are where they are because of the schedule worked out really good for Green Bay. Um, 
supposedly they got a real defense. I mean, if you go after week number one and you saw Aaron Rodgers giving praise to the defense, we got a defense now. You're wrong. They don't. And everybody asks me, why, why do you think that the Green Bay Packers are not good defensively? And there's one reason why the Green Bay Packers are not good defensively. And it boils down to Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers' fault. Why? Simple. The money. Goes back to the Joe Flacco days, where they spent a bunch of money on Joe Flacco and didn't support it. They got one Super Bowl out of it, so there you go. But take away from that, not there, right? So the money that they're spending, and they're not spending it in the right place, is the big one. 38, I'll mark that, 37-18 in the fourth quarter, Carolina over Tampa Bay. God, I wish I could have that pick back. Ah. Anyway, it, it is what it is. But back to Monday Night Football, I like the Lions, guys. Lions are 2-1-1. One, and one. Listen, they should be 3-1. Okay? They're not, they're not a great football team. They're, they're not. Green Bay is not either. This is my shock pick. I, no one's talking about the Green Bay Packers losing this football game in Lambeau. But I want to go back to that game that they did lose in Lambeau. And, and that, was, that was a game that they wish that they could have back. And Green Bay, when you think about who they are and what kind of offense they are, you've got the strong arm that is the Green Bay Packer quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Mr., by the way, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, I didn't mean to disrespect the man. He, this guy is a guy. But the difference between Aaron Rodgers and some of other great quarterbacks, and I'm just going to say this, and I know I'm going to eat it, but I'm going to tell you the reason why Aaron Rodgers is not good as some of the greats in this world. I go to Tom Brady, go to Peyton Manning, go to Drew Brees, go to guys that make household names out of guys you've never heard of. Aaron Rodgers has not been able to do that within his career. Yeah, I said it. Now, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, but I'm saying that's the difference in the Green Bay Packers. Philadelphia went in to – Lambeau Field, stop the run, which is what they do, and beat the Green Bay Packers 34-27. to Not that the Green Bay Packers have that, but you got to stop it. The Detroit Lions are a different, different caliber of teams that they have been. I picked them a couple weeks ago. Everybody said that I was nuts. This is a football team that is getting better. I will post my picks there, Brian. I'm on record on the show, but I'll also put it put them up in the in the thing. But I'm going to the Detroit Lions today, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. Matthew Stafford has figured out one of the most valuable things that he has had for many many years, and he just realized what he has, and that's a tight end. This tight end, that rook that they pulled out of there, that guy. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I Matthew Stafford has rediscovered the tight end position. And he has been one of the best picks that they have had in many, many years, besides Matthew Stafford. Detroit, 2-1-1, one, and one, has won four in a row against Green Bay. 
okay, as one. The, let me, I know this sounds crazy, but let me just say it again. The Detroit Lions, who are two one and one, has won four in a row against the Green Bay Packers. They're four and one this season for the first time since 1982 and the 1983 seasons. So, now granted, I don't hold stock in what history is as far as a team today, unless it's recent history, last two, two, three years. This one qualifies. So, will Detroit's successful season, including the 31 rip at Lambeau, so that Aaron Rodgers on Monday night football, don't know. But that game, recent as last season, not only that, just skull drug them. That scares me when you are that good. Lions also, just to let you know, This this one I I saw this stat. Hold on, let, let me find this. Oh no, it's on my uh, electronic notes. Here we go. The Lions have won three or four at Green Bay after ending a 24 game road losing streak in the series in 2015. Guys, I don't know if it's the new coach. It has to be part of it. They're getting better. They're not going to the playoffs. And if they do, it's going to be by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, okay? But this is a tough football team. Now, mentally tough, I don't know. But a physically tough football team, that are the Detroit Lions. I don't think they worry about where they play, even though Lambeau has that mysterious mystique about them. Philadelphia didn't give a rip about it. So, is Devontae Adams going to play if he plays? Let's just keep Devontae Adams in your mind, okay? Rodgers has thrown for 300-plus yards, okay? Passer rating of at least 104 consecutive Monday night football starts. Now, that's a recent stat. I like that stat. I don't care about stats before, but that's a recent stat. I like it. And he has a way of, you know, you know, stirring the pot until his potion is perfect to get a win. But Devontae Adams has been ruled out for Monday. Turf toe. Man, it, I, I'll tell you, I, I've never experienced turf toe. Um, the only thing I can tell you, lots of football players have. Lots of good football players have. And it has to hurt. So I, I don't even want to speculate on what it really ends up doing. But not having the number one there is something that I was looking at as well going into this game. And and, and this was, you know, Dante Adams was having, I mean, it wasn't the fourth quarter, I think, against Philadelphia in that game. I think he had like 180 yards or maybe 170 yards and like 10 catches. And uh, that's where they lost. So, I don't know. What what you got to do is you got to pick up, and if you're Aaron Rodgers, you need to find another guy. That is my thing. Devontae Adams, 
Listen, that guy was a monster before. So I'm talking about finding somebody else for the football team. Make them a household name. Aaron Rodgers has not been able to do that. I'm sorry he hasn't. And if he did, I don't know who he is. I watch this game. Guys, I keep track of this game. And if it was significant enough, I'd know who it was. Nobody. And that's the difference between Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, um, Drew Brees, even to a certain extent, Philip Rivers is another guy that you can think of. Also, over in uh, Seattle, Russell Wilson. These guys make guys no one's even heard of household names. That's how good these guys are. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning did it too. Go back to the years where where you're talking about guys you never even heard of and getting the job done. So Aaron Aaron Jones has four touchdowns in uh, the Packers win last week. Okay, so that was huge for him. So so, but at the same time, I think the Detroit Lions are going to stop that running game, and that's when either the magic of Aaron Rodgers happens or it doesn't. Lambeau does something. I want to turn, but there was something inside my gut that said the Lions are going to win this football game today. And that performance where, it, it, listen, the Lions, the, the Lions are trying to fight in the division. They're second in the NFC North, which, by the way, no one said that they would be. You have Minnesota, Chicago, and Green Bay right there. Everybody counted the Lions out except for one. I haven't finished in second in this division. Green Bay now definitely has turned my prediction into making me look like an idiot, which, hey, and that happens all day long. But during the season, I know who's good. The Lions are getting better, guys, and they're proving it. They should be 3-1, and one, by the way. That, that first week tie, that was, that was the dumbest crap ever. So watching this game, Aaron Rodgers is going to make me look incredibly stupid, or the Lions are going to be in this game at the end of the game, and they're going to say, well, something was near there. I hope they get the win. I do. And then maybe. Now, I don't think it will ever go away. But maybe we'll take the mystique out of what Lambeau's all about. Yeah, there's ghosts all over that town. I, you know what? In the, in the world and the football gods, they're over at Lambeau. All the football gods, they, they, they meet at Lambeau. That, that's where the football gods meet. Who's going to be the one to go against those gods? Philadelphia did it. Interestingly enough, should be a great football game. And that's going to be – and that's a Monday night football game. I'm actually going to take – hold on. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm dying over here. It's going to be a good Monday night football game. When I first saw it on the schedule, I was like, what the hell are they doing? Turns out to be a pretty damn good game. Packers four and one right now, Lions two one and one. Matthew Stafford, if he starts getting it out there, it's going to be huge. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's a guy out there that is really playing good on the defensive side of the ball for Detroit. Quandre Diggs is is a guy that is making himself known. Remember that name. Don't think about the Diggs over in Minnesota. Think about Quandre. Detroit is my pick for an upset here. 
So we're not getting that. I think that's all my notes I think I had for this one. Uh, Danny Amendola also is back for the Lions. He missed the team's uh, previous game uh, that uh, four-point loss to Kansas City in week number four. So he's back. Also, the Lions get back this one as well. Mike Daniels, I forgot about him. All right? I thought he was going to be back. He's not. Knows that don't know Mike Daniels comes back, you know, from the Green Bay Packers. He was inactive for the game last week against Chiefs with that foot injury. So the Packers actually released him, if I'm not mistaken. He's a pro bowler. The Lions grabbed him up. Signed the one-year deal two days later. They know where that talent was, interestingly enough, and they release him in the same in the same division of football. <laughs> One of those vital mistakes. A lot, of, a lot of teams don't want to do that. They don't want you know either trade within the division or they hope the one within their division picks them up. There's another thing. Okay, you got a guy who knows this knows this offense. Yeah, I know. I, I guys, I know he plays him, but he knows that offense. So that should be interesting. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I, I like what's going on here. So that having been said, let me see if I, Cuervo has not joined in. I'm not sure where Cuervo is. Hopefully everything's all good. Sometimes, you know, he's a military man. Sometimes he will not show up and there'll be reasons because of what he can't talk about. So uh, so hopefully everything's good there. I'm just hoping he went out with the boys and had a late one. <laughs> But hopefully he'll get his picks in. I, I'm not worried about Cuervo. He, he'll get his picks. He's he's an honest dude. So whatever he says he picks, uh, he'll he'll put out there. Uh, that having been said, that's the name of the show on Sunday morning. Join us on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Guess what? This Thursday we're back to the pregame show. As your Rowlett Eagles are going to be taking on the Wiley Pirates at home over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. The pregame show kicks off at two o'clock on Thursday. Game on Friday. I am looking forward to this one. But the, the difference between that game and last year, uh, last year's team was better, but the weather really had an effect out on that football game. So I'm really hoping that the Rowlett Eagles, who, by the way, are undefeated and are on top in the district at 3-0. and They're 3-3 and overall. I don't wonder how they're doing it, but guess what? First two games, they won each, each one of those games one by one. And uh, – that that haven't been said. Uh, Todd, he, he'll he'll send me his picks. He, he he usually sends them to me when he wakes up, so I'm not worried about that. That now, so check that out. Friday night lights over Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Myself and the Eagle Eye Bill Sir. Now maybe I'll have the Sparrow again with us. We had a blast. Not this past Friday, but the Friday before we had the the Sparrow, uh, Butch Wesson in the booth with us. We had a lot of fun. I I just had a ball. Uh, Two of my favorite guys in the world. I have one on each side of me. It's great. Uh, I was was in man heaven there with uh, with my friends there. So um, I am going to Detroit on Monday Night Football. I know everybody thinks Sonny has lost his mind, but I'm going to tell you, if that one comes out, you guys are going to have to admit, maybe, maybe, I know my stuff. But you can always counter with Sonny, you pick Tampa Bay over Carolina. So <laughs> it is what it is. Maybe I'll get one back. You know, yeah, I, you get that one back because everybody I know uh, pick Carolina, uh, except my brother. By the way, Green Bay for my brother, 
Tarvin for my brother on uh, the Pittsburgh Steeler game um, against the Chargers. I'm on the Chargers, so is Tarvin, and my brother is on the the Steelers. I think he made a mistake. I, I think he just didn't realize the personnel that's there. Maybe not. Maybe maybe he thinks Philip. By the way, this is a good quality question that you could ask, and I'm going to ask it because I, I think it has to be maybe brought to somebody's attention over in San Diego. I mean, uh, L.A. Philip Rivers had an outstanding season last year. Now you can you can call it whatever you want to, and that's fine. You can call it no Melvin Gordon. Yeah, it's there. But I don't know. Have we seen the best of Philip Rivers? I thought he was so awesome last year. And we're just not getting the Philip Rivers that I think that we should be able to get. We should be able to get Philip Rivers, you know, super bad. And we're not getting Philip Rivers super bad. He is not burning down the house. As crowded house would say, not burning down the house. So let's talk about that. Jags go ahead and announce Ramsey inactive for the game. So uh, all the talk about him coming back. Um, Jacksonville will not have him. I'm not on Jacksonville. My brother and I are in New Orleans. And uh, Tarvin is on the Jaguars in this game. He will not play. Also, this this. This is what the thing here is. Antonio Brown talking out both sides of his mouth. This puts on here. He talks out of this side one time, and then he'll talk out of this other. Because last month, he said he wouldn't play in the NFL anymore. Um, uh, and he went, But now he's saying he wants to resolve his quote-unquote off-field issues so he can get back on the football field soon. Who take him right now? I mean, the, the off-field issues are aside. His attitude, what kind of player that he is, he had a great attitude in San, uh, over in New England. Listen, New England will hold on to you if they think that it can be done. New England lets you go. And, and I know why. I mean, all the allegations and everything else. But no one's going to pick this guy up this year. That part's done. He's done for this year, and he should have just set himself up to understand that that's going to be there. By the way, those that weren't paying attention, I told you earlier today, Gurley is out against showdown is against the 49ers. One of the main reasons why I did not pick the Rams, even though they are at home. So he's been ruled out. So... Will the undefeated streak still go for the story franchise that are San Francisco? Yes, I said they're storied because guess what? They got rings too. It's a storied franchise over there. So uh, big time stuff there. Um, let's see here. Just wave uh, Luke Falk to make room on the roster to bring in Brandon Copeland. So Falk started the last two games in the place of, uh, of Sam Darnold. He is back. By the way, what do you think we're going to get from Sam Darnold? Listen, I don't know. What can we expect from a Sam Darnold? I don't know. It's, it, it, I don't know if it can be or is going to be or not going to be good. But having Sam Darnold is good for the Jets because they still don't know what kind of guy he is. 
last year didn't have a great year. And this time, this year, we haven't even seen him enough to where anybody can find out whether or not he's going to be good. And not only that, they come back when they're one and four. I, that's not good for any of them. Any football team that, you know, is going to bring a guy back and they're not good is that. Uh, still questionable right now is Alvin Kamara. We talked about that stat. He leads the league in yards after breaking a tackle. It's one of my favorite stats that I tripped on about three weeks ago, and Alvin Kamara is the best. When you break tackles in the NFL, you get yards, and Kamara, as quick as he is, is huge. So, a Jaguars owner said that uh, we would see Jalen Ramsey, and he has been inactive. So, who's talking out of the side of the mouth, the owner or Jalen Ramsey? Notice how Jalen's just keeping himself quiet. I, I don't know. See, as a Jaguar fan, you know, I, I actually see, I actually see both sides of this, but at the same time. That man is under contract, you expect him to be out on the football field. But I would be a hypocrite to say that, as I was the one that stood up for Terrell Owens when he started all this. You go back a few years when Terrell Owens, and you know, everybody's like, oh, he should be signed to the contract. Uh, he, you know, he should honor his contract. That was all the talk. That was all the world. Now guess what's happening all over the NFL. And you listen, some people think that players deserve what they get. And I am one of them. I'll give them that all day long. I'm not going to hold it against Ramsey. Whether he's holding out for money or whether he's holding out to get out of there, that's his prerogative. And he's got a viable excuse for not playing and getting paid. Supposedly a back problem. Notice how I said supposedly. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if the Jacksonville Jaguars were any good, that guy'd be in a football game. If they were going to be challenging for a Super Bowl, that guy'd be in there right now. You know, the rest is doing this guy so much good, whether he comes back for the Jaguars or somebody else. But here's the interesting thing. Jaguars have been fielding offers for this guy, and he's still a Jaguar. Telling you right now, he ain't going nowhere. Now, I don't know if any of those offers included the number one draft pick, but I'm going to tell you right now, don't even come to the door without it. If you're going to pick up Jalen Ramsey out of, out of Jacksonville, if you don't have number one in there, they're not going to entertain it. They'll say, hey, thanks for the offer, but no thanks, as well as they should. Jalen Ramsey is a badass. And when you're a badass in the NFL, you're going to get your money. So Jalen uh, 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 Ramsey is not even worried about that, Jalen Rose, back in the NBA. He's not worried about money. Because someone's going to pay this guy. He knows it. And that's a nice card to have if you're trying to get what you want, whether it's out the door or more money. And if Jalen Ramsey was on a holdout, he knows he's going to get his money somewhere, whether it's a year off or two. Uh, listen, a fresh Jalen Ram- Ramsey is good for any football team that gets in. That includes the Jaguars, but Jaguars aren't going there. I don't know what you give out there. By the way, we haven't talked about uh, Vontez Burfitt on that hit a couple weeks ago. That was pathetic. Not only that, his reaction to it, instead of 
embarrassed, being embarrassed. This is this is how you can tell a football player's done. Wasn't embarrassed. This guy's got a history of what he does. Listen, I'm all about calling out a guy when it's time. I'm all about it. It should have been called a long time ago, but this guy should be embarrassed. Montez Burfitt should be embarrassed, not for the hit. That happens, and sometimes they do it on purpose. This guy needs to be embarrassed because of his actions after it happened when they kicked him out of the football game. This guy was smiling, waving to the fans. That type of ego is so far gone. The guy's not going to come back. You know, they, they suspended him for the rest of the year. That was upheld, and that's what needed to happen. Anybody that would let this guy back in the football league right now without missing a big amount of games would be ridiculous. This guy's a danger. I don't know. I, they only got rid of him for the year. I'm going to tell you right now, I think they've got enough evidence to show that this guy should not step out on the football field ever again. And it would be different if he walked off of that that football field with his head hung low going, God, I'm an idiot. Instead, he plays it up. That's who he is. And when you are that guy, you don't need to be out on the football field. This is a dangerous sport enough. You don't need some fool out there acting a fool and putting people's lives at risk each and every time he hits the football field. I mean, they should have, instead of throwing the book at him and said, you're not going to step out on the NFL football field ever again. They give him the rest of the season. I'm going to tell you right now, there is a lack of leadership on that decision. A lack. This guy needs to be gone. And the fact that he's not, and the fact they only give him for a year, I'm telling you right now, this decision right here is the reason why people look at Roger Dell and say, what the hell is wrong with you? Do you not see it? And that's what it is. This, I, I, I'm telling you, I've got a lot of criticism for Roger Goodell, but listen, when you bring them, when, when you do your job, listen, there's certain things that you got that you got to do at your job. And if you're Roger Goodell, you got to do one thing. You got to bring him the money. And if you don't bring him the money, you're not going to hold on to the job. But guess what? Roger Dell brings the money. That's not going nowhere. Bad decision or not, this is a bad one. But you make a statement to any of those fools in the NFL that are players saying, listen, you're not going to play this way anymore. And if you do, you're not going to play in the NFL ever again. Now, you can fight the lawsuits and everything else. Listen. You fight that lawsuit. You got all the money. It's not like you're broken. You can't go to court and defend this action. But the evidence that is mounted against uh, Vontae Brissett, this is ridiculous. This guy should have been suspended and just exiled from the NFL. Should never take another snap in the NFL. So I want to know from Roger Goodell. Where are your stones when you don't take the most dangerous athlete out on the football field and say, no, that's enough. 
when I talk about the NFL players and things like this, okay, and I've, I've been told that I've been harsh. I am harsh. I don't care. Okay? Rules are there for a reason. Because how many times do you get to break the rules? Is it the LeBron James thing? Not once, not twice, not, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. How many times before you just say, you know, enough is a freaking enough? The hell with the Players Association. Bring it on. We got lawyers. We got the best ones in the world. We can't prove enough to where we say no to this guy. And we just got to defend it, suck it up, defend it, and say, this will be the – bye-bye. We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't need you. We're the NFL. We are the shield, baby. And you played the game the way we want you to play. See, we can go back and think about how everything, how the pass is. And, I, and I'm very guilty of this because I love the pass I, because I'm old. That's what happens when you hit 52 years old. I'm old. I love old school stuff. I mean, gone are the days. Or the NBA is not a basketball game listeners are brawl. That's gone. I love it. But that's gone. But in today's game, they're talking about making this sport safe. You make this sport safe by not letting this guy hit the football field. And why they are not taking the stance against this is inexcusable for the NFL. Now, granted, they may figure he never play again, but that, you make a statement to every NFL football player out there, we're not going to play this crap. We are not going to put players' risk, uh, health at risk because you know, one fool out on the football field. And that's the problem. That's the problem. They're afraid to stand up for what's right. And that's what's embarrassing about the NFL on certain things. And, and, and we're going to get uh, – listen, I've been, I've been in the front office of a football league, and I hear they brush back on certain things, how everybody wants that answer to be the right answer. Yeah, let's do that. But when it comes down to their team, no, we don't want to do that. You make the rules and you stand by them. And this one here is an easy one. You boot this some bitch gone. And letting him have an opportunity out on the football field anymore – you are putting players at risk, and that alone right there is the defense that you need. Let Vontae Burpett or the Players Association, you know, get the higher gun that they got there, let them defend it. Let them go try to defend that BS and put it in front of 12 other people out on the football field uh, making those decisions. There's not one jury. There's not one, you know, peer group or whatever to say, yeah, he needs to be back out on the football field. It's a freaking embarrassment, and they ought to be embarrassed. They should be embarrassed, and the fact that they're not, the NFL needs a lot of help, man. There's some things I love about the NFL. Hell, we've been on there for 10 years. We've been talking 80% NFL in the last 10 years. We love the NFL. But when decisions that are made like this that are going to affect the health of those players and you say one year, what does that, that doesn't mean anything? And, and shame on the team that is signed. Because there are teams out there that would sign. There's teams that wouldn't, and I get that. But there's teams out there that would. You're thinking, are you have Burfett on your list? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know, you get that guy. 
pathetic. It is the NFL. It is. That being said, we did get not get Cuervo. I didn't check. Yeah, I did not get Cuervo at all, uh, which is a darn shame. Um, so, again, hopefully he's not been called into action, and hopefully he just went out and had a few with the brew with the with his buddy. But that's going to do it for me here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to coverage of the NFL. We just This is just what we do. Now, I say this is what we do best. Some people say, Sonny, you don't even do that good. That's why we do it anyway. That's going to do it for us here on the Council of the Sports Show, week number six. Enjoy the games. We'll see you back here on Thursday, 2 p.m. for the pregame show of your Allen Eagles and the Wiley Pirates, and then underneath Friday Night Lights at 7 p.m. I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and I'm out of here, everybody. Have a good day. Enjoy the games. How do you turn this thing off? There we go.